there are tribes out there already, already assembled, that are talking about the pains that you're talking about, um, that are tackling the issues that you're tackling. You just need to go out there and find them. Welcome to the Disruptware Podcast. Whether you're just starting up or scaling your software business, we interview the experts with ideas and strategies you can implement today. Now here's your host, Paul Clifford. Hi there, software entrepreneurs, and welcome to the Disruptware Podcast. This is the show for entrepreneurs who are either just starting out or those who already have a software company and are looking for techniques and ideas for massively scaling their business. And the way we do that is to interview experts in the market who are already running their software company. And whatever level they are at, they have great content to share. And we dig deep to get factual experiences that you can put into action right now. Okay, so today on our show, I'm really excited to introduce someone called Andrew Dimsky. Now, Andrew's the co-founder of a company called Guava Box, which is an inbound marketing agency. And um, what they've gone and done is actually start building uh, a new SaaS app called Do Inbound, which is all about uh, automating the processes around uh, marketing and, and managing you know, their clients' processes. So, um, Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Paul. It's great to be here. Brilliant. Well, look, thanks for, for spending some time with us. Um, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I know who you are, but, um, you know, for, for, you know, my tribe listening, just if you can t- take a few minutes and explain, like, who you are and, and what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Andrew Dembski. I'm the co-founder of uh, two companies. Um, first is Guava Box. Uh, and like you said, we're an inbound marketing agency. Uh, we work primarily with companies that are in the B2B space, um, and typically they seem to come from boring industries like industrial manufacturing, um, and they are companies that don't really have an active online presence, but when they partner with us, what we do is we help create a strategy for them that will allow them to begin to attract inbound leads through their website. Uh, we do that by outlining buyer personas, um, really crafting a buyer's journey to help them build an automation sequence with email, um, and really put a content calendar together to start blogging on a regular basis to begin to attract leads through their website. Um, and Guava Box is in its third year right now. Uh, it started out as a website design shop, um, started it with uh, the other two co-founders, Gray McKenzie and Brandon Jones, while we were still in college. Uh, we started it from our dorm room um, and really got up and going and found out what worked and what didn't work. Um, and it didn't take us long to figure out that we wanted to shift towards a retainer model business uh, instead of doing websites, which you know, is just a project work. Uh, you spend more time selling it than you actually do servicing it. There was no forecast there from a cash flow side. Uh, so we shifted focuses a little bit, went towards the inbound model where we're working with companies on an ongoing basis to really support and sustain um, a continuing inbound marketing strategy, um, and that's been going really well for us so far. Cool. Um, so, how, how many so how many customers have you got on board now? Um, between between our retainers and on our retainers, we have um, four to five, depending on the different levels. Um, and then on our greater website hosting and development side, we've got around eighty customers that are working regularly with us. Okay, brilliant. And you know, how do you how do you approach them? How do you actually get these customers on board? What's your sort of marketing philosophy around that? Yeah, um, there's a lot that goes into it, and just getting up and off the ground, it's always friends and family that kind of get us up and going. Um, so the, our first retainer was 
kind of that upsell that we, from a relationship we had before where we did some video work with them. We had done some website work, um, but we kind of introduced this idea of inbound marketing and what it can do for your lead generation. So that was kind of our foot in the door, and that's where we got our first retainer. And from there, it was referrals for a couple um, for, like um, businesses referring us to other folks. Um, but then during that whole process, we really we wanted to do double down um, on inbound marketing for ourselves, for our agency. And so we started blogging at guavabox.com um, really intensely about a year ago. Um, and so that is our primary source of leads at this point. Uh, we attract a good number through there. Um, and we commit ourselves to creating blog posts, creating new content offers, putting together email courses, um, anything we can do to really help out the community. Um, so that's our, our primary source at this point is uh, actually inbound marketing. Got it. So you're almost walking the talk, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, when we got started, there's no example or case study that you can showcase to anybody. Um, so really, you can do it to yourselves. Um, and it doesn't matter what kind of business you are. Um, if you have if you have a computer, obviously, you can start blogging. Um, and if you have a target customer base, you can start researching and figuring out what the problems that they have are um, and begin to write responses on how your product or service um, or rather your expertise can solve that problem. Um, and and how, how did you you know, identify what the real customer problem is? Uh, lots of ways that you can do that. Um, if you have existing customers, chat with them, interview them, talk with them. Um, if you don't have customers yet and you're looking at, um, say, a target market that you want to target, um, what I do is when I'm building out a buyer persona for an industry that I'm not incredibly familiar with, I will go to LinkedIn and I will just do a search for it and I'll find different people. If I want to, if I want to target, um, you know, CEOs of industrial companies uh, on the Eastern coast, um, I can go to LinkedIn, I can type in that criteria and I can begin to look through profiles of those kind of folks. And it really helps me to understand who they are. I can look at the type of education they have. I can look at the type of recommendations that they have, the types of groups that they spend time in, um, all of those different aspects help you to kind of build a picture um, of kind of a prototypical buyer um, within a specific space. Um, so if you don't have customers yet, um, there's a ton, a ton of tools from LinkedIn to Twitter to Google that you can use to just go in and start doing a little data digging. Okay, so this is tr- you're, you're trying to identify then the persona of the buyers, you know, for your customer, right? Yeah, that's correct. And, and then um, how do you how do you sort of reach out to them? How do you actually, you know? get them into the funnel? Um, a lot of it is just organic. Um, you know, we take, we create a lot of content on our website and we just basically, we optimize it well um, in terms of, you know, on-site keywords. Um, we don't do a lot with linking or like going out and intentionally trying to build links to our website at all. We just trust that, you know, Google recognizes quality content and so we create good content. Um, we write guest posts on other blogs that are relevant to our industry, um, I don't I don't go to a blog and ask for a, for kind of a post exchange. I'll typically write an organic post that I think is going to add value to a specific community, and then I'll approach the community manager and say, "Would you consider posting this blog?" Um, and a lot of times, it's either a yes or you don't hear back at all. And if you don't hear back at all, you just take the post and either post it on your blog or take it to someone else who it's going to be useful for. And then over time, you're beginning to build up. Um, sort of that organic authority. Um, and now most of our leads come through come through Google or come through guest posts that we've posted on uh, social media today or HubSpot uh, or any of these other 
um, marketing oriented blogs where folks are doing research and gathering information. Okay. So, so guest posting is probably the core of the strategy. No, uh, it's an, it's a, it's a core element. I would say, um, it augments the, cause you want to build your base first, you know, Mm. your website needs to be the hub for your content and needs to be a library for your niche. Um, specifically, I think in the, in the SaaS space, if you're creating a product that is specifically for a niche audience, and especially if there's no authority out there yet, make your blog the authority, the go-to place for that type of content. Right. Um, and just invest the time there to answer questions. Um, a lot of times folks have the knowledge in their head. They just don't take the time to pull it out and communicate it through either written word or video um, in a way that can be accessed by the world. Um, you know, share your expertise so that folks can come and learn from you and then begin to build trust um, in the authority that you have. Okay, cool. So, you know, you, um, you know, you've built this, uh, this new app called Do Inbound. Mm-hmm. Um, what got you into that? What made you, what pain did you identify that, um, that motivated you to create this, uh, this product? Sure. Um, when we started our, when Guavabox started the transition from being a website design shop and we started pivoting to a value based, inbound marketing agency model where we weren't working hourly. We were charging for packages and just really positioning ourselves as a, as a marketing team that would partner with a company. Um, we were really struggling through how to price this new model, what services we would include kind of at each level, because um, we're beginning to think of ourselves now as products instead of just services in this transition. So we wanted to put a system in place that would allow us to scale our business effectively. Um, because there's only three partners and we, we don't outsource a ton. Um, we will outsource some writing and some design work, um, but a majority of it is done by us. And so we wanted to, to create a system that would establish processes by which we could then repeat for each new client we bring in. We have processes set up to kind of handle each aspect of a relationship. Um, so we went around and we looked at all of these different tools that are out there. Um, and we've tried Basecamp. We tried, um, you know, Podio, Teamwork PM all of these different tools that are kind of built for the masses. And we found that none of them really scratched the itch that we had as an inbound agency where we've got to manage client communication. We've got to manage internal um, delegation within our team. We've got to handle communication with contractors that we bring in. We want to do it all in a way that's repeatable and scalable. Um, mm. It's interesting. You, know, you mentioned like Basecamp though, because that, like, that's how 37 signals you know, created Basecamp because they were sort of a, a web mm-hmm. design company. Um, and, you know, they were looking, they had basically the same, you know, the same itch yep. and, um, and created Basecamp out of that, you know, to try and create, you know, a replicable project management approach, yeah. you know, to their customers. Yeah. It is interesting to think about it. Um, and they've kind of positioned themselves to be the project management tool for everybody. Mm. You know, it's hard to talk to, anyone who hasn't at least experienced some project inside Basecamp. And that's what they've done. If you read Rework, they are completely focused on keeping it simple, keeping it broad, and not being specific. Um, I want to flip that model on its head, and I want to attack a laser-focused niche with Do Inbound. We are focused on helping inbound marketing agencies like Guavabox to put processes and systems in place to run their agency. You know, It's not going to work for you know, a two-man website design shop or a class project that's collaborating on something. It's not designed for that. Um, we want to find a community, a niche community out there that has a common pain. And since we experienced it, we knew it was there. 
And I just called up a couple different inbound owners and said, you know, how do you guys manage your retainers? You know, how do you manage your processes? Is this a pain for you? And I verified that pain in other owners. Um, and then we went about building the tool. Got it. And, and the, the core of it is really the process, right? Yeah. The core, right? the core to any agency or any business is going to be your process. Whether you have it established inside a Google Drive file or you have it jotted down in a notebook or it's just in your head, you have a pattern by which you go about doing your business. Um, and kind of a core philosophy that Gray, Brandon, and I all shared was that we want to be dis- we want to be dispensable. You know, we don't want this business to hinge upon our showing up to the office every morning. Um, not necessarily like a lifestyle oriented business, but just we would like to position the agency to sell at some point to have that door open. So we need to create processes that make this entire thing repeatable. Um, so we want to take the strategies that we follow, the methodology that we walk out of our minds and place it onto a tool that makes it repeatable and break it down into simple step-by-step sort of like checklists um, that allow, say, a, a marketing campaign that can last 12 weeks, break it down into steps so that it's, you know, daily assignments to get to your goal. Um, that's what we wanted to become. Okay. And so you have, you know, you know to a certain extent that this is a problem in the market because you're, you're mm-hmm. experiencing that yourself, right? That's correct. Um, and so you've created this app, which you think is the right solution, um, obviously it works for you. How do you know it's going to be working for you know other people in your niche? Yeah, um, there's an element of risk that does go into it. Um, talking with people is the biggest, I think, a great way to validate an idea, validate a pain rather. Because once we can find a pain, then coming up with a solution to that pain becomes so much easier. You know, we don't want to invest time and resources, blood, sweat, and tears into building a tool that is beautiful, that functions well, but solves no pain. We want to target pain first and then kind of figure out a tool to solve that pain. Which is, which is exactly like the lean philosophy. Yeah, yeah. essentially, yeah. Um, so we knew, we felt the pain ourselves. All I needed to do was call five or ten fellow inbound marketing agency owners and there's a tight-knit community of inbound marketing agencies out there so i already had access to a community and i just reached out and said hi i'm with i'm a founder of guava box we're an inbound marketing agency um maybe we've been following each other on twitter connected on linkedin something like that do you have a few minutes to, to talk about how you manage your inbound retainers um and i have found business owners to be incredibly open to that sort of a discussion S- some were tight-lipped and said you know that's proprietary. I'm not going to talk to you about it, but the vast majority of folks were willing to talk about their current system, what frustrations they had, what they were looking for in an ideal tool. Um, and a lot of the what times it was just very validating for every pain that I felt. Um, and also gave me some new ideas on features that we should bring into this tool to help other agencies succeed. Got it. And so you're kind of running a beta program or something like that at the moment with them? Yeah, we are wrapping up kind of a founders program right now. We've called it the grandfather's club. Um, And what we did is we've got our tool that we came out with our MVP in uh, late October, early November. And that's when we brought in our first customer. Um, and the Grandfather's Club is um, it is a it's a lot of fun because um, I'm a marketer at the core. And so I love creating things that don't exist yet and then promoting them. Um, but it was a really cool tool to because I, I would demo I would demo the tool with two or three agencies. And then there was no call to action at the end because the tool wasn't really strong enough to have them shift all their processes onto it. 
but I wanted to validate it by getting a customer in the door so that we knew that it was a pain that was worth solving. Um, so we put together this grandfather's club and it just essentially had four legs where we would showcase the tool, show the capabilities, describe briefly the roadmap on where we wanted it to go. And then we, we included a price lock guarantee so that folks who got on board inside the grandfather's club would be locked in at $50 per month per client for life. As long as they were with us, their price wouldn't go up. Uh, we threw in complimentary um, in-person walkthrough or uh, onboarding. So we would take all the processes that were in our Guava Box portal that we spent the last 18 months developing and put them right into their portals. Um, we would have a third leg that was um, complimentary coaching where we would spend time with the agency owner and analyze their processes and how they currently do business and then work to take those processes and put them inside of the tool so that they're repeatable and scalable. Uh, and the fourth element is called the roundtable. And this is going to be, it is, like it's a group, it's all of the members of the Grandfather's Club come together in a webinar once a month. And we're going to talk about just being inbound marketing agencies, what the ownership's like, common problems that we're facing. Um, but then also, how is the tool going? What features would you like to see in it? What direction would you like to see it go? And so these early adopters have invested money with us, but they also get a hands-on-the-wheel approach when it comes to the direction of the tool. Um, did, did you, um, Andrew, did you actually get them to, to pay, you know, to come on board initially, or are they sort of using it as a sort of freebie to user? No, we, we adamantly believed, um, our developer, his name is Mike Hollis and I, um, kind of sketches at the beginning that we don't want to give this away to anybody because when you give somebody something, especially a tool that is so in depth as the processes you go about when you're completing a task. If you just give that to them, there's no way they're going to use it. You know, they have to have skin in the game and pay something. And so we don't give out a free trial. Um, We don't give a money back guarantee at all. We do say there's no contracts. So if you would like to try the tool out, it's a $50 investment. Um, You can come in, you can see how it is. You can, you can swipe all the processes that I've put in there. You can take all the templates that I included. um, But you need to pay $50 to check it out. Um, and I think that's been one of the best decisions that we've made uh, because it's given us, it's validated our idea very quickly. It's given us cash in the door uh, to begin to pay for some of our early expenses. Um, and it's also allowed each of our customers to have skin in the game when it comes to an investment uh, into this platform. Got it. And, and, you know, when you say $50, is that like $50 per month per user or per company? Or what's, uh, what's your pricing strategy? Um, the way nothing frustrates me more than user-based pricing. And so we wanted to open this up to as many users as possible because I don't, I don't care if you're a two-man agency or a 10-man agency. I want to give you a tool to help you grow your business. Um, and you can have a three-person agency. If they're crazy efficient, they could have 30 customers. Um, and so I didn't want our tool to lose out because we had a small team. Um, so what we did is we've created a pricing strategy that we call um, scale as you grow pricing. And so we've structured it around the number of clients that you manage in the tool. It's, you can have as many users as you want. You can bring in all the employees, all the contractors, all the, the point of contacts that your clients into the tool, get everyone in there. And then you just pay for each client that you have. It's $50 per month. Um, and then most of our customers are selling retainers. So it's a fixed price each month that they charge their client. And so it's scale as you grow by just adding an additional $50 into that, into that price that you're charging your client. And so now your, your customers are actually paying for the tool that you use to manage and scale your agency. Um, and we've gotten really good feedback from that pricing model. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, although it is, it is kind of a paper user model, right? It's, I mean, it just depends how efficient your, your agency is. I mean, yeah, you can bring, if you have one user, if you have a hundred users, it's going to be the same price for you. Mm. Um, it's not, you only begin to pay more when you start to grow your business. When you and take so, more clients, right? Exactly. Yeah. So their revenue, as their revenue goes up, our revenue goes up. So it's a win-win situation as they're, as they establish processes and do better business, do inbound does better business. And I really like win-win situations. Brilliant. Now, um, so you sort of went live with this beta version towards the end of last year. I think it said November, wasn't it? Yeah, that's um, correct. How long did it take you to sort of build it from scratch? You know, you had this idea. Um, what, what process did you go through? Did you sort of wireframe it? Did you design it out? Um, how how do you actually get it from the idea in your head through to mm-hmm. November? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we were really blessed in that I've got a I've got a good friend from college. His name is Mike Hollis. Um, he's our full time developer at this point, but he came to me last summer and said, "I'd like to begin. I'd like to learn how to code on Ruby on Rails." I was like, "Well, that's cool." Um, he said, "Do you have any projects in mind that I could work on? I'd do it for free." And I said, "Well, yeah, I've had this idea for this." inbound marketing agency management platform. There's no tools out there that do it well. And he said, okay. Um, and he ba- basically went back, began to learn. I mean, he has he has a development background, but had never developed on this platform before. And so he began to learn how to do it. Um, and we went back and forth with, you know, the we wireframed on marker boards and notepads and took pictures. And um, the whole time he's learning how to do, how to develop on Ruby um, during the nights, he's still working a full-time job. Um, but he's just crazy, crazy smart, picked it up super quick. Um, and so we started building it in, or he started learning in late July. We had our first customers on the tool in early November. So like July, so July through to November. Yeah. That's pretty short. There, it that's is really short. short. And it was, but, a, then, but then Ruby, Ruby is a language that's geared for fast implementation. Exactly. You know, so it is very good like that. The The problem, you know, that I find with a lot of software entrepreneurs, if they're starting out, is if they need to outsource or find a developer, then there's not a lot of Ruby people out there. Mm. And that's yeah. normally the challenge they face. So often it's easier to go to something like PHP, where there's like a good army of, you know, good people out there who can yeah. build an app. Mm-hmm. So you came at it the other way, really. So you had a, a really talented guy who came to you and said, I want to build this in ruby um and that's how you got it up and running yeah and with ruby and twitter bootstrap out there you know there's tons of tools to really take an idea and make it function and look beautiful um in a short amount of time um and our mvp was as i don't think we could have sold it any earlier it really was um minimum viable but we got a customer on it so it validated the idea and we push out updates every week um still do a couple times a week now that he is uh, left his job and has come on full time um but and was yeah. he a developer to start with uh no he was um doing something completely different <laughs> <laughs> okay so you got someone completely different but obviously a smart guy um, yes. to come on and start learning a program language um mm-hmm. and development in general yeah and build your app from yeah. scratch i mean that's pretty good it is very good. Yeah. And like I said, we are, we are, um, crazy blessed. We're already great friends. Um, 
and you know to be able to work together now on a project like do inbound is awesome um so yeah we're uh we're thankful okay cool so how are you going to scale that now you know so how are you going to get more customers on board um does the and does the technology need to scale will it grow with the influx of customers you're getting on yeah um from a technology side we feel like we're in a good place we're continuing to tighten up the code and refactor as we go um and by we i mean mike um and so on the software side i really like where we are I like where we're going um on the growth side um i think a key to growing fast is finding communities that are already established finding tribes out there that either you relate with already or you can begin to relate with and add value to that uh, are already your target market and so we are an inbound marketing agency at Guava Box. We've created this tool, Do Inbound, to help you manage, track, and scale your agency. I can now go and talk to anyone in a HubSpot user group. Um, you know, HubSpot lists all of their um, their VAR agencies, which are value-added resellers. Um, and so there's a community. Pardon me. There's a community out there that loves inbound marketing, that loves this idea of helping each other out. Um, and then outside of, I mean, we're a HubSpot VAR, but outside of HubSpot, there are tons and tons of different automation platforms that have these similar communities out there. Um, and so really there's a community built out there ready to go. Um, we just need to find a way to add value to each of those communities. Um, and we plan, we do a lot on Google plus right now. We do a lot on Twitter, um, just reaching out, sharing people's content, building relationships, um, and once people see what we're up to, there's always this light bulb that's like, that is so awesome. I manage that in a spreadsheet right now, and it'll be great to have it in a tool like this. Um, so, you know, we've got a community already built that we're just telling our story to, essentially. Okay, cool. And the, um, you know, so, so basically you're going into the communities for people who are doing the business, who, who, mm-hmm. are, who are doing inbound marketing as an agency. You're yeah. adding value to that conversation and then introducing how you're doing it and automating it. And that's how you're getting your lead, right? That's correct. Yeah. So we've created, we created a, um, inbound marketing agency resources, Google plus community and gray McKenzie, another co-founder is responsible for this effort. He spends a lot of time sharing content on there in that community from different inbound agencies who share about best practices and tactics. Um, you know, inviting people in, building up that community so that now it's, it's beginning to bud as kind of a thriving place to come and learn about how to manage an inbound marketing agency. Um, and a lot of folks are coming into this space. They're, they're transitioning from a traditional PR agency, perhaps, or a project-based website design shop and coming in, or maybe they did a lot of SEO work and now they're realizing that the game's changed and they need to tweak that. You've got some full-service agencies that want to branch out and offer online efforts. So you've got a lot of different light bulbs that are beginning to click that notice that the game has changed, that Google is looking for organic content now and people are spending more time on social media than ever. What are you going to share on that if you don't have content of your own? And so they are looking for resources to help them structure this new product offering that they need to offer this inbound marketing idea. Um, And so it's really a good time in the market to be providing a resource that helps them build build their business. Okay, cool. Um, so, you know, what's your growth plan? How are you going to, you know, build on that? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going into communities and, you, and you're taking on customers one by one. 
are you planning to, you know, sell out? Are you planning to just keep that as, you know, a, a good profit center? Mm-hmm. Um, what What's your strategy? Yeah, in the short term, um, we want to continue to build out our product, make it a solid product, continue to build and nurture and add value to the relationships that we already have. And leads are coming in now just based on that. You know, we haven't even started blogging on our website yet. Um, so we want to keep doing what we're doing in that sense. As far as a little bit farther down the road, um, I want to keep a laser focus on this niche, inbound marketing agencies, and create a tool that really adds value to their business that makes a lot of sense for the processes that they go through on a daily basis that continues to add value um, because we'll be adding unique processes as we go. Um, so kind of, I'd love to focus and dominate in this space. Um, we're a HubSpot VAR, so we're really working with a lot of other HubSpot VAR agencies. I'd like to expand that out and begin to work with Infusionsoft partners, um, Marketo partners, all the different automation platforms that have agencies that use their tool um, and really kind of keep a, keep a focus on agencies that are doing inbound marketing. Okay, brilliant. Now, as entrepreneurs, um, you know, we, we all suffer from things like dis, you know, ADD and, <laughs> and loss of focus and things. Mm-hmm. You know, have you sort of built in any rituals or, or methods to sort of keep yourselves on track? Oh, dear. Um, well, having partners, having business partners is really, really helpful for keeping you on track, keeping you accountable. Um, you know, any entrepreneur knows that there are highs and there are lows to the journey. Um, and when you are high, partners can help bring you back down and keep you focused on track. And when you are low, they can they can pull you up and help you along in the journey. And so, I am incredibly thankful for for Mike, Gray, and Brandon in that sense that they we all work together and we lean on each other through the process. Um, and really circling up and having goals in mind on what we want to get to from a development side, from a finance side, from a marketing side, from a sales side. How do we um, put all these pieces in place and then begin to work together to get to where we want to go. Um, you know, having that honest, open communication with each other has been really helpful in our situation um, to stay focused and really keep our eye on the prize. Brilliant. Okay, Andrew. So, any um, parting thoughts or, or uh, words of inspiration that you could uh, offer to my listeners, you know, who are looking to sure. sort of build their own SaaS business. So they're, they're looking for ways to scale, you know, so ideas and techniques to get traffic and more customers. Um, but also, you know, to stay focused and build, you know, a solid piece of technology too. Sure. Yeah. I think my biggest piece of advice would be help out as many people as you can um, practice inbound marketing on yourself. Um, even as you're building your tool, if you don't have a working, um, prototype up yet, you know, begin to build relationships, whether it's through social media or you start blogging and, um, really proving your concept out and the content that you create so that you can begin to attract folks in. Um, it takes a while to build up an organic base, but as you continue to invest in that, um, inbound marketing has proven, proven its fruit in all sorts of industries. So, um, it also positions you as a thought leader. Um, so even before your product comes out, if you have a, an arsenal or a library of content there that people can come back to and look to that prove that you are an expert on your subject, I think you're positioned to succeed. Um, for us, folks can come to the Guava Box website and they can see the volumes that we've written on inbound marketing strategy and how to build scalable, repeatable processes there. And so that validates do inbound. They understand that we know what we're talking about because they can look at 
you know, kind of what you said, we practice what we preach, uh, in a sense. Um, so don't be overwhelmed by that aspect. Just go out, take it little by little bite-sized pieces, begin to create content, uh, whether it's blogging or video or podcasting, whatever it is, um, unlimited tools out there, but, uh, create content that adds value to, to your community. Um, that'll help you begin to build relationships before your product's even ready. Brilliant. So, so the lesson I got from that, Andrew, was really, you know, to find the communities as well. Yeah. To, so, so what you're, you're a HubSpot VAR. So you kind of got, uh, a connection there with people mm-hmm. who are, are in the same business. And, and I guess you're building on that, um, and, and contributing to those communities either through forums or whatever, but also creating yeah. the content and publishing it into those communities. And that's how you're establishing, you know, your authority and getting leads in the door. You are right on, uh, whether it's on Google plus or it's in Facebook groups or it's LinkedIn groups. Um, there are tribes out there already, already assembled that are talking about the pains that you're talking about, um, that are tackling the issues that you're tackling. You just need to go out there and find them. Um, they're out there, but it takes work to go and find them. And like any relationship in life, uh, it takes an investment on our part to, uh, to get a good result. So don't don't go in trying to just sell people or just get links back to your website, but be uh, be adding value as you go. Brilliant. Well, look, Andrew, I really appreciate you coming on the show, um, and thanks for your valuable insights. It's really um, exciting and interesting to see, you know, how you're progressing this um, and the the strategy that you're following to get new customers on board and grow, you know, your SaaS business. Um, for anyone who wants to take, um, you know, a closer look, then, you know, go to doinbound.com or, you know, contact uh, Andrew uh, directly. And I'm sure he'll be delighted to, you know, take you through uh, his app. Would love to. Thank you so much, Paul, for the opportunity to be here and uh, to just speak with your audience. Um, that is, it's really a pleasure. And thank you for the work that you're doing and the value that you're adding uh, through your content, through these podcasts. Um, it's great stuff. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Andrew. Speak to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the show, you can get the show notes from disruptware.com. And if you are not a subscriber and you're listening to this in the iTunes store, then please visit disruptware.com and sign up. That's it for this episode. Look out for next week's show. I'm Paul Clifford, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Disruptware podcast. Check us out on the web at disruptware.com.